0: Hey there, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode with you. I am a passionate, wide eyed entrepreneur and social media coach, and I help people just like you to build your online business from the ground up through the power of social media. In just under three months, I was able to build my coaching business from scratch and work with paying clients and am now scaling my business to reach heights I never thought was possible. If you're listening to this podcast, I wanna be the first to tell you that you are a trailblazer. That is someone who paves their own way through unmarked territories and doesn't wait for opportunities to come, but instead creates them. So as you listen in today, I want you to know that your passion, partnered with purpose, can unlock your potential. But that's if you dare to take action. So, are you ready to blaze that trail? If that's you, let's do this. Hey everyone! I just want to say, at the start of this episode... It is the second last week of October in 2020 and it is absolutely insane how fast this year has gone. I know that it has been one crazy heck of a year, but I also know that to all my fellow entrepreneurs and new online coaches who have started something, who have turned a dream into a reality, who are building a business, hustling and grinding it out. I want to commend you and give you a huge, huge, huge mojo boost because you need to know just how absolutely incredible you are for being able to pick yourself up in a time like this and take action to create results. It's awesome. All right, so today's episode is a little bit more on the juicy side. I mean, when is my episode not juicy, you know what I mean? But this episode in particular, I'm really going to dive into something that just a few weeks ago, I was in the thick of, and it was very, very challenging, I tell you. But I'm on the other side of it now and I wanted to share it straight away as soon as I could because, well, I think this is super valuable and I think it's going to help a lot of people out there. And if you haven't experienced this yet, you probably will sooner rather than later. So let's dive into it. Today's episode is I lost a client and made it about me. (laughs) Yeah, juicy, isn't it? So today I wanted to really talk about losing clients and how we make it about ourselves. We make it something to do with us. I lost my first client maybe four months into starting my business. That being said, I didn't take on any paying clients until about two months into my business and this client the first client i ever lost she was in her first month with me in coaching and that meant that she had had maybe about two to three sessions one-on-one with me and just to preface i actually have only been in the coaching industry for maybe five months or five and a half now so i'm still very new to this game And I'm still learning on my feet. But as I tell you this story right now, it has been maybe like a month now since this happened. And I'm going to tell you a little bit later, that's going to blow your mind. But I'm just going to say right here at the beginning of the podcast that even being five months into my journey, I experienced losing a client. And that may sound super like dumb because it's like, duh, a client, you can lose a client at any time. But I honestly, I don't know if I'm just obnoxious or I just am really optimistic, but I really did not think I was going to lose a client or have anyone wanting to quit coaching, like at least until maybe a year into business. Because I just always thought, you know, like the quality clients are going to come my way and... I'm going to be able to get them amazing results that they're never going to quit. And so I had this mindset and um, it just absolutely gutted me to lose this client. And so for this particular girl, she had only been two to three sessions in with me and our coaching was going amazing. I could not floor anything in our coaching time until... She left until she told me, hey, Nicole, I have been doing some serious evaluating and I think that um, coaching is not the right thing for me. She had her other reasons. Finances was not included in her reasons. It was more to do with a direction change in business. And I remember thinking to myself, surely that can't be it. I'm conditioned as a coach to hear what people tell me and to see beneath that and ask, what is it really? And so by nature, in order to try to comprehend this client wanting to quit with me and her telling me that it's not my fault, it's just her personal decision, in order to understand it, I really had to attribute it to something so I could make sense of it because I knew or I felt that it wasn't what she was telling me. And so the things I started to think were the beginning of my undoing. And this is what I'm going to start diving into right now. I'm going to talk about the things that I was thinking, what I instantly assumed, and how those thoughts really weren't serving me. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened with this client after that and then I'm going to tell you what I did right because the result of what happened a month after she had said she wanted to quit coaching with me is something that I will forever be grateful for and the reason why I'm grateful for it is because without it, I wouldn't be the coach that I am now. I'm saying this like it was a year ago. This was literally like a month ago. So I need you to catch this, right? This will happen to you. If you are a coach, this will happen to you. Clients will ghost you. Clients will leave. People will come and go. All right? And you're probably going to relate to me very deeply with what I'm about to share of the things that I instantly thought. But I want you to also see that these thoughts are purely thoughts. All right. So the first thing I instantly thought to myself was it's my fault for not giving her enough. Whether that was enough resources, enough time, enough quality, enough strategy, enough coaching, I instantly thought it's my fault for not giving her what she needed. And this really framed how I was looking at my client to a coach relationship. Because being so early at, on as a coach, it's hard to find your footing. It's hard to know you know, what makes a good coach to client relationship because you're only just starting to work with your first real clients. And sometimes you have no clue what a good coach to client relationship should look like. For me, honestly, I was winging it For the first like two months in my business just building it up and working with whoever figuring out if I could actually do this but it wasn't until I actually signed on with my own coach now that I truly understood what it was like to be a client and to see what a coach should be doing for their clients and of course there's like a billion different coaching styles and strategies and practices out there but it wasn't that in particular that I that was the most value of me hiring my own coach it was more so being able to understand that coaching is so powerful and it isn't necessarily about giving more whether it's more resources more time more coaching it wasn't necessarily about giving so much Instead, it was about relationship. And so my thinking of it's my fault for not giving this client enough whatever was really coming from a place of I didn't feel like I had a relationship with her that she could tell me up front what was actually going on or that she could tell me, Nicole, I need this resource or um, I'm a little confused on this or I think in our coaching call we can talk about this. Like the relationship for me wasn't there. And so when I looked at my own relationship with my coach, I thought, you know, I wouldn't, if I wanted to quit, I would have bought it up. I would have addressed it because I feel like I have that space and I have that relationship with my coach. And so with this client who just wanted to quit out of nowhere, I was just so confused and so thrown off by it that I had to just, associated in my mind that it was my fault for not giving her enough and not creating that space for relationship again this was a thought and it wasn't proven right or wrong it was just a thought but it started to really mess with my thinking and not only that it started to mess with my self-belief all right Another thing that I instantly thought was that it was because my systems weren't in order. Being completely new to the space, I believe this client was actually my first high-ticket client, which is insane because just the emotional um, emotional attachment that goes with that, I was so gutted as well because I was like, this is my first high-ticket client. I couldn't even keep her. And I, in order to, again, understand that or try to comprehend that, I had to associate that outcome of her wanting to leave to something. And so I thought it's because my systems were a mess. I sent her a few accidental inactive links. Um, I, you know, I was maybe a few minutes late on some calls and I just felt like it was probably because she thought I was so unprofessional. And I just took that upon myself as an indication that I was not professional and that I didn't know what I was doing and therefore I was not going to be good at this. Another thing I instantly thought was that perhaps it was money, perhaps even though she didn't talk about money, maybe it was too expensive for her or she didn't feel like she was getting her money's worth because to be honest, it's not even about the Price, like whether it's expensive or cheap, I think people will pay the value of whatever they will pay the price for, whatever they see the value in. Right? That's the reason why some people would go to Kmart for a white t shirt, while other people will go to like Gucci for a plain white t shirt that looks exactly the same. They see the value of Gucci to be higher and they will happily pay that price because of that value difference in perception. But you see, she didn't even say anything about price and my brain also instantly went to she doesn't believe this is valuable and worth her money and therefore she won't pay the price. Or potentially that it's too expensive for her. Just that assumption that I threw out there to try to understand. Another thing was that I thought Perhaps she wanted to quit because she didn't get her result with me. That it had been a month in and she was getting no results. And that's so bad because I honestly thought at that time she had gotten no results. That's on me as a coach. I think my clients get results as soon as they commit. And looking back at it now, she had results. She was taking action and that is a result in and of itself. She was optimizing things she was preparing her offer she was working with me through mindset she was smashing through her her mental blocks and barriers these were actual results that she wouldn't have been able to do on her own especially as a new coach herself or she could have but it would have taken her twice as long but in my mind i thought well she didn't sign any new clients in the next in the past month Therefore, she didn't get her result. I took responsibility for her getting results. Because all of a sudden, I made it about me. I made the fact that she didn't have this or she didn't get that about the fact that I wasn't a good enough coach. And that was the last thing I instantly thought. I thought to myself, her decision was about me and my ability to coach her. Let alone to coach any clients. And so I started to think if I can't keep her as a client and she was great, what more all my other clients or potential clients who would want to work with me? Am I even a good enough coach? Can I even do this? So you can see that there's such a spiral here that is so, so toxic. But like I said in the beginning, these were all just thoughts. And what I learned not long after allowing myself to spiral for maybe a day, I surprised myself, to be honest. I thought I would be spiraling for weeks. I thought I would be bawling my eyes out. Um, I probably had a micro moment to really let it sink in and it, it hit me, made me spiral. But after that, I realized that all of these thoughts were assumptions unless I spoke to her, unless I got an explanation, even if I did though, these thoughts would never serve me. And that's the most powerful thing about this, right? We think all these things are happening. We assume all these thoughts and possibilities and we stress ourselves out and we feel like we are totally like, you know, not good enough. We think that you know, we would actually quit our business or we would not take on any more clients or put out any more offers because of what we think is going on. But you have to understand these are all assumptions that your brain is making in order to comprehend something that has happened. But these assumptions will never ever serve us. These assumptions will never serve me. I thought to myself, the more I continue to feel this way or allow myself to believe these things without evidence, the more I will feel out of control. The more that me being a good coach who is amazing at what she does and can, you know, work with people to get their transformations, that begins to come into focus and begins to be able to be attained when I stay in control and how I stay in control begins with my thoughts and what I allow myself to believe so instead of instantly thinking these things I had to correct my thinking and tell myself I will never know the real reason. But I would love to. And if I did, I'd be able to understand a little bit better perhaps what could be fixed or what could be done better. But in saying that, I am not a bad coach. I'm not bad at this just because I lost a client. And I had to just leave it at that. And really believe that and so her and I actually did speak again what I actually did was I emailed her back and I started to um, just affirm what she was saying and tell her that I understood what she was saying and I was very tempted to try to coach her through that objection through that you know resistance and even to potentially get a little bit aggressive in the sense that I wanted her to really realize that this was the wrong decision but what I did right is I actually let myself emotionally settle and I allowed time I allowed time for the both of us and then I gave her the space to communicate her feelings by asking her some questions. I invited her to hop on a call with me, to chat with me if she wanted with no pressure whatsoever to really unpack what was going on and to make it about her as well, to provide a a wrap up call or an exit strategy for her so that she wouldn't feel like she was dropping it out of nowhere and then that was it. So I gave her these options that she had with absolutely no pressure no strings attached and I wanted to empower her to have more choices than just calling it quits so I wanted to give her a way to ease out of coaching to have a wrap-up call to say whatever she needed to say and I also genuinely wanted to know what her experience was in coaching with me because you see like I started to reframe her leaving as a bad thing And just took it as, I'm not going to try and hold on to her. There are more clients coming, but I would love to, if there was a chance to, actually get to know what happened so that I can better my coaching or so that I can better whatever needs to be fixed, if something needed to be fixed. And that openness allowed me to really talk to her from a clean place without taking offense or bringing any emotion into it whatsoever. And so we actually spoke a month later. We kept pushing off that um, conversation. And I thought that was actually her way of like shrugging me off. But I stuck it out. I didn't put too much pressure onto it. I just said, okay, that's fine. We can do this other day. And then she rescheduled again. And like, I even actually, um, (laughs) this is so funny. I actually um, scheduled a call with her, but I hadn't put the right date in. So she was actually on a call waiting for me, (laughs) this client that wanted to leave, and I didn't even show up. (laughs) And I remember thinking to myself, the nerve of me ghosting a client, obviously it was unintentional, but my nerve to not even show up. I just, I felt like, nope, she's never going to speak to me again. I kind of just was like, yeah, that's about it. But funnily enough, she was like, no, that's okay. We can book in another call. And so I noticed an energy change. I noticed that something had shifted in this client of mine where she didn't seem to have this kind of um, rigidness about what she was, you know, how she was talking to me. So I thought maybe something has changed. So we hopped on a call And she told me how her biggest realization was that she had put pressure on herself to perform and she put pressure on me as her coach to perform and get her results instantly. She, in her own words, actually apologized and told me that she's realizing that I was not responsible for her results and in that moment I kid you not my heart just flipped like it was like whoa I did not see that coming but the thing was I realized this maybe two weeks before hopping on this call with her I realized that I had to own my space and understand where my responsibility is as a coach And where the client's responsibility is. And so by her actually saying this to me and voicing it out, I I was nodding my head and smiling. And I didn't take it as, that's right, you should have. Like, I was not prideful at all. I was like, amazing. I am so glad that you have discovered that on your own. Because as a coach yourself, you're going to realize that when you work with real clients as well, they're going to have the same expectation of you as a coach. And you need to be able to stand apart from the expectations and to know what your responsibility is in coaching and to communicate and empower them to be responsible for their part in the coaching relationship. And you know what she said, she told me the reason why she learned this was because she had experienced it with a client recently. And so here she was apologizing and actually telling me thank you for insight and for being so patient and being okay with her decisions. And I was just so blown away. And then that made room for us to just have a very organic conversation. She actually, um, I helped her with a few thoughts she was having, a few things that she needed coaching on. I just, I just thought, you know what? I really care about this girl and I will help her with no pressure at all. And she saw the value of coaching on that call. And in the time that she said she wanted to quit and she had that month to work on her business and re-clarify things, she understood the value of coaching and she learned so much. She realized that that our time was actually so, so worth it. It was such an investment. Even though she only did two to three sessions and she paid however much at that point in her payment plan, She paid that and made those investments to realize all these things. And to me, I had to understand that that was a huge result. Because even if it isn't a new client, her ability to coach is so much more different. Her knowledge, her learning, her foundations of what coaching is, is better because of our time together. So from having her wanting to quit to now being on a call with her as friends to her saying you know her apologies and acknowledging like things that she was learning this was my biggest win and that's what's crazy about all of this i don't see losing clients as a huge loss That doesn't hurt me the way it used to or the way it did the first time. I don't spiral anymore. Because I stopped making it about me and I stopped making it mean anything personal. And I just started learning. I started learning more about my ideal clients, about their struggles, about their doubts. I started becoming a better coach because of it. And I started opening my mind up to the possibilities that even if I lose a client, there will always be another one. I took the, that same energy that I was putting into pining over that loss into actually working to create opportunities to sign new clients that I actually did sign new clients. Right? Everything you want is within reach. And whatever you put your energy to is what you will create. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? I would love to know what you're getting out of today's topic. Screenshot this episode and tag me with your thoughts on Instagram. Now, before we dive back in, I wanted to let you know that I have a few spots left in my one-on-one coaching program where I help overwhelmed, unstructured and under-equipped online coaches to confidently build their business fast-track their growth and finally start working with paying clients through the power of social media alone i've seen what can happen in just a few months alone and now i help people like you do the same and it all begins with a single decision to take the leap think this is what you need shoot me a message and let's get you started All right, now we're going to dive into the five learning lessons I'm taking away from this experience, all right? I really hope that that story and that experience that I had has just allowed you to shift your perspective on losing anything, not just clients, but really losing anything in business, okay? All right, first lesson is don't make anything about you coach cleanly coach cleanly and don't bring into it any of your assumptions or personal doubts you have to deal with things separately deal with your own mind coach your own brain deal with your emotions separately don't bring that into the space of your coaching relationships or your coaching calls or even in selling deal with those things as separate issues and when you show up to work with clients or when you have issues come up like this understand that none of it is personal that it is all simply inevitable some people will not make it to the end people will start unfortunately not all of them will finish sometimes it's just a matter of them not being able to commit to their own success that has nothing to do with you and understand that people are people and life is life things do happen things do come up money does get short but at the same time even if you are a coach and I hear coaches say this all the time you need to coach them through their objections coach them through their objections I stand by that I understand that But if you are so determined to coach them through their objections that you're not actually listening to what they're telling you, and you're not actually being sensitive to the damage you're doing to yourself by the thoughts you're thinking with the expectation that you need to cling on to them, that isn't serving you at all, All alright? So don't make anything about you. If anything, revisit why you are a coach and what that means and looks like to you. For me, my mission in coaching is to help people, to empower them and to co-create their outcomes with them, to equip them. But my mission is not to create the results for them. It's not to take responsibility for whatever results they create. I am on a mission to simply help them, to be with them every step of the way. But they need to be able to help themselves and to take responsibility for themselves. Because that takes the responsibility off me. Because I am not them. I am not their hands, their feet, their brain. I am outside of them. And so how logically does it make sense that I would make it Make anything about me. All right, that's the first lesson. The second one is don't cling too tightly to your clients. It sounds very counterintuitive because your clients are everything and you want to serve them amazingly, but it's saying that you can still serve wholeheartedly and incredibly, you can still over deliver. Without assuming responsibility to keep holding on to them, especially when they themselves are unwilling to be coached through their own objections. You might get times when a client wants to quit, but all they really need is to be to have a conversation that will put things into perspective and remind them why they started. Or you might have calls where they want to quit the entire program, but they just need to take a week off. But other times, they can't commit. They won't commit. They don't want to commit. And it's not your job to drag them over the line, kicking and screaming. Because that's a decision you made for them. Know what I mean? But if they made the decision themselves to pull up their socks, get to work, and take responsibility for what does and doesn't go right, then that is also the thing that empowers them to be lethal when they start taking action and creating results because now they understand that whatever they want they create but if you are dragging them through their their milestones and you know, forcing them or clinging so tightly to them, you are no longer coaching them. You are crippling them. You're being a crutch. You're making decisions for them and you are not helping them whatsoever. We need to empower. We need to empower our clients, not be crutches. All right. So the third lesson is their results are their responsibility. It will always be tempting to assume that you are responsible for your client's results. You play a part in helping them get their results or fast track their process, but them being able to create results is not your responsibility because once you assume responsibility for it, they will start to rely on you to create it for them. And one or two things things can happen or both when you are no longer with them, everything falls apart because you were the reason why they, their business was able to succeed. That is not good coaching because good coaching means that the person is growing and they're experiencing things on their own and creating results on their own, thinking on their feet. The other thing that could happen is they instantly blame you when things don't go right. And this is the worst because what will happen is you will say, it's not my responsibility. And you will say things like, that's yours. That's your responsibility. You were supposed to do that. And it becomes like a blaming game when really you actually created that in your relationship with them. You allowed for that you know, that conditioning to happen for them to think that you will do everything for them and therefore the outcome is your fault. You allow that. All right, that's the third lesson. Their results are their responsibility. Number four is understand that people will come and go. It's business, it's life, it's people. Focus on what you can control. Focus on the fact that even if you lose a client, you can still sign another one. Focus on the fact that people are responsible for their own decisions. Funny enough, it's actually not funny, but this one cancellation led to condition me for another two cancellations that I had not long after. And that sounds like the biggest thing, but it honestly wasn't a big deal to me. These clients had their own reasons and it just so happened that they were all back to back. But I didn't, for a second, allow it to affect what I truly believed. And that was, I was a good coach. I did have clients who were getting results I had clients who were raving telling me that their time in coaching with me has been absolutely insanely powerful. I shifted my focus and energy towards the clients who were getting results and I didn't allow myself to doubt what was going well in my business because of these things that were happening. And because I had worked through my mindset it wasn't a big deal to me to lose clients in fact I shifted that energy and I opened up room for another client I was able to sign a new client within the week of someone cancelling right so and no this is not woo woo stuff like this is real this is actually real whatever you focus your time your thoughts your energy towards is the thing that you will create All right, so you have to be okay with people coming and going. It's life, it's business. And the last lesson is to learn. Learn something at every stage in your journey, whether in life or in business, learn something. And if you don't know what you're learning, look around and ask yourself, what is this teaching me? There was always something to be learned. I could have easily gone. There goes that client, shut the door and never talk to them again. But I genuinely became curious. How can I leverage this and try to understand what was happening? So I can number one, better my business. Number two, better my coaching. Number three, understand my ideal clients more. Because chances are she's not going to be the first one. There is going to be more people who are thinking the same thoughts that she would have been thinking. So why not use this as a time to almost do market research? To really understand, okay, what would make a person sign on and then want to quit? And I chose to stand outside of that, not be offended or affected or emotional, but to just seek to learn and understand something new that I did not know yet. Create opportunities for your own learning. It is powerful and it's so important as an entrepreneur that you are always open to leveraging things that go wrong, quote unquote wrong, because I don't, I honestly don't think things ever go wrong, but to leverage contingencies and when things don't go to plan, It's really important that you have that skill and that openness. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this episode with an invitation from me to you to actually join me on IGTV every Friday where I will be going live with other coaches, new and experienced coaches, to talk about this kind of stuff. The stuff that goes on behind the scenes in the coaching industry and in our minds as new coaches. If you're an entrepreneur this is definitely going to speak volumes to you because i plan to get real and raw and like just super vulnerable on these igtv conversations because i think there's stuff like this that doesn't get talked about or highlighted in our public social media presences you know it's not all sunshine lollipops and rainbows but it's absolutely beautiful to be able to learn these things on your feet and to be transformed and completely up-leveled as a person because of how you manage things that happen in business and in life and how it just totally changes your way of processing and thinking. So anyway, Trailblazers, I'm going to leave you to it. I hope that this episode was powerful and amazing and I hope that you got something out of this. I'll catch you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you are encouraged to make moves and level up your confidence. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. I've got some really exciting stuff coming out for you in the next few months. Don't miss out. Be a part of the conversation and keep the ball rolling with me on Instagram. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Until next time, keep blazing that trail.